0: This is Vincent. Email thevinceman4 at gmail.com. And you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. Now, we all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie, too. They're uninformed, true believers. They claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our mission is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. Inflation is wonderful, well, unless you're poor, or in the middle class, or young, or old, or black, or brown, or white, or Asian, or just about anybody. But look on the bright side. Joe Biden has finally united all Americans. He promised he would, and he finally made good on that promise. I'm pretty sure this isn't what he had in mind, though, when he said that he'd unite us. We're united in our anger at the president and all of his radical socialist people that he put in positions of power everywhere in his administration. Because these people don't give a damn about us, not one bit, and they prove it every day. The Democrat Party is now fully established as the party of the elites, the party of the authoritarian socialists, and they don't trust or even like normal people. They want us to shut up and take our medicine and like it, even when we know that their medicine will take away our freedom and put our future into the hands of people who have proven over and over and over that they're incompetent. And this isn't about the COVID-19 medicine, either, that they're trying to force on everyone, regardless of whether they need it or not. It's about almost everything that they're doing. I was talking to somebody recently about the two parties. Now, this person doesn't like either the Republicans or the Democrats, and I agree with her on that for the most part. But at least Republicans try to let us have some freedom. Democrats are hell-bent on taking away all of our freedoms because they think that we're too dumb to take care of ourselves. But I couldn't get that point across to her. Now, she says that Democrats believe in democracy just as much as some Republicans do. Unfortunately, that just isn't true. At least not anymore. But if we still have a lot of Americans who are in denial, then this is going to be very hard to change things in Washington. The problems in Washington isn't that Democrats and Republicans don't agree on solutions to problems. They don't even talk about solving problems anymore. It's that they disagree on ideology. Policy problems are easy to solve. But in the great ideology divide, it's impossible to find common ground. It's gotten so crazy in Washington that we have politicians and commentators arguing that inflation is a good thing, or that we can afford it, so we should stop talking about it. We see gasoline prices going through the roof, and Joe Biden is shutting down pipelines and shutting down oil production, and we're told that this is a good thing. He tells us that climate change is an existential crisis, and we have to be carbon neutral immediately, or the planet is going to burst into flames, and we're all going to die. Now, he's lying, of course, and everybody knows it. But he keeps lying, and the media keeps backing him up, even though all of the evidence is against him. And that's the problem, isn't it? Food production is better than it's ever been in history— and nobody is underwater, and all of those computer models have been wrong. So they have to go as fast as they can to take away our freedoms and do it before we figure out that they're using climate change as a way to get more power over us. And they don't want us to talk about the fact that China and Russia and India and a lot of other countries are not paying one bit of attention to climate change, because they know that humans will adapt if they have to as they always have in the past. And that's probably the only realistic way to deal with changes in the climate. Now, they're not going to change their behavior, those countries aren't, not even one little bit. And if, as Joe Biden keeps saying, the planet is doomed if we don't act immediately to take away all of our freedoms so that we can fight climate change, then he must declare war on China and Russia and India immediately. He must tell the Congress that war must be declared, or the world as we know it is going to come to an end. And if he isn't willing to declare war, then he's lying about the severity of the problem. And if he's lying, then we have to ask why. If this is so important that only immediate action can solve the problem, then war is the only answer, isn't it? But we know he won't do that. He won't declare war. He won't do it, because climate change is not the existential threat that Joe Biden says it is. The climate is changing, and it's been changing for millions of years. But there's a lot of disagreement as to why, and whether or not humans are the problem, or whether the planet changes because that's what planets do. This is about power, and everyone knows it. The answer to this existential threat is to give the government massive power over our lives, Joe Biden says we'll all be driving electric cars in a few years, even though only rich people can afford them, and that they'll only get more expensive because the chemicals and minerals used to make them are in short supply. And that's only half the problem. The other is that disposing of electric vehicles when they stop running causes more problems than disposing of nuclear waste. And we have the same problem disposing of old solar panels. Joe Biden and the Democrats, they don't like us. They want us to give up our freedom because they don't like us. Climate change is being used to try to make us accept authoritarian socialism. Everything they do is about ideology, and that's why nothing gets done in Washington. Democrats are refusing to do anything unless we give them absolute power. So they tell us inflation is good for us. We won't buy so many things and that's good. They tell us that we should be more like the Europeans. Joe Biden wants to use a few trillion dollars from his socialist Build Back America plan to build trains like they have in Europe. The European people, they love riding in trains. It makes them happy. It takes their mind off the fact that they don't have any money and that they live in tiny little apartments and they're cold in the winter because they can't afford to heat their homes, and they're hot in the summer because they can't afford air conditioning, and they can't afford gasoline either, or they'd be driving cars instead of sitting in trains. So they ride around on those trains so they can forget just how miserable they are. But their leaders aren't cold, and they don't ride around on trains or live in tiny apartments either. Joe Biden thinks, we should be more like them. Sorry, Joe, but we aren't suckers. We don't like paying high prices for gasoline and food and everything else in our lives, Joe. And we know that you're lying when you tell us that this is all out of your control. We remember when things were a lot better, back when Donald Trump was president. Yes, Mr. Biden, the COVID-19 crisis has something to do with all of these problems. We know that. But a lot of it is because of your terrible policies, because of the unnecessary complete shutdown of the economy. It's because you let the teachers' union shut down the school so parents couldn't go back to work. And it's because you're still paying people not to work. You like this crisis. You think it's going to make us accept socialism. You're dragging it out for as long as you can, even now when we know that so much of what you're doing isn't needed anymore. Just how many shots do we have to have before you let us get back to normal, Joe? This is getting ridiculous. Inflation. Man-made inflation. Joe Biden inflation. This is what's an existential threat to our happiness. We don't like paying high prices because of your policies. And now, We're seeing empty shelves at the stores because we don't have enough workers to unload ships at the ports, or get enough people to drive trucks to get things to stores. And when they do get to the stores, we don't have enough workers there to stock the shelves. And you're telling us that the cure to all of this is to let you spend trillions of dollars of our tax money, and to give you more power. You think we're dumb, Mr. President." But polls are telling you something different, aren't they? The polls are saying that we're going to vote a bunch of Democrats out of office, Joe. You're going to lose the House and the Senate, both of them. And then you're going to know in your heart that you'll never get a second term. And hopefully the next president can get rid of all your terrible policies and will then be able to afford gasoline and food and everything else, Joe, even bacon. Maybe those Europeans can live without cheap bacon, but we can't. And forget about those trains, Joe. We'll drive our cars, okay? And you know what you can do with your socialism, too, Joe. Telling us that inflation isn't your fault, and that maybe it's good for us. Well, what can I say, Joe? What can I say that isn't being said every weekend at college football games, Joe? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon.